As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Life cycle is a series of stages through which an individual, culture, or manufactured product passes through within its lifetime. Welcome to the Life Cycle Radio Show with your host, Pastor Ken Jones. Ken is here to help you through trauma, self care, being overwhelmed, and coping with your life cycle issues. So now, please welcome the host of Life Cycle, Pastor Kenneth Jones. Coming to you live on the BBM Network and TuneIn Radio, this is Life Cycle. I'm your host, Pastor Ken Jones, and as always, I look forward to talking to you and connecting with you and sharing with you as we talk about the things that will impact your total well-being, spirit, soul, and body. Well, in the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking about tears of season because we are in the holiday season, and as we think about tears of season, we're going to think about some of the things that happens during the holidays. Uh, the things that we have to avoid during the holidays is anger, anxiety, and alienation. And so tonight we're going to talk about how to manage, how to control anger, especially during the holiday season. You know, some people really dread the holidays because uh one of the things they dread is that they have to deal with certain people, certain family members or such situations that may cause them to lose their temper and become angry. You know, when I was a young boy back in Louisiana, when Christmas time came around, we all noticed that our older family members got together, you know, our father and mother and parents, grandparents and cousin, they all got together and usually the night doesn't go by without someone getting into an argument, someone 
saying something he shouldn't say. Someone saying, hey, that's not your baby. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of crazy things. And we were in the corner uh, being, you know, seen but not heard. And we just noticed this every year. And so a lot of times we see this when pe- we don't deal with sometimes people during the year because we can avoid them. But the hol- holidays usually is a time where we can't really avoid the people, our family members, our, our friends, or even church members. So, and a lot of times people don't even realize that they have anger until it's triggered by someone or something. So like I said, a lot of times the holidays is a time where people come face to face with their family's past hurts. Somebody may have disrespected them or had bad words spoken last year, misunderstanding, and they can stir up feelings of anger, resentment, and bitterness. And now some of these thoughts and feelings have become a stronghold in their mind and in their imagination. So that's why we're doing this topic, Tears the Season, to be angry. And we don't want you to be angry. We want you to feel free. We want you to enjoy your holiday. We want you to feel good about, you know, spending time with people. But we know that sometimes uh, anger does come up. And so we're going to talk about this aspect of anger, especially during the holiday. You may find yourself sometimes during the holiday slamming doors, snapping at people and fuming in the kitchen. But sometimes, you know, anger will occur. And sometimes it's not bizarre. You may find yourself holding a grudge against someone, operating on forgiveness, and even just hearing that person's voice or just seeing that person just irritates you. If that's you, you may have an anger problem. So we find anger sometimes common with family members, church folks, other relationships, where there's damaged connections, emotional wounds, and pain left unresolved, and things unrepented of and left open. Many, many people also are just not really happy with what's going on in their lives. Christmas is a very time that people really get depressed and they're upset and they're looking at their lives and beginning to wonder why things happen to happen the way it had to happen. It reminds us that we close to New Year that, okay, I went another year and, and I'm not in better shape than I thought I was last year. And so a person may find themselves being susceptible to discontent, discouragement, feeling disenfranchised, and all those things can lead to anger. Now, I know some of you say, well, look, I, I, I got an anger problem, but it's no big deal. But that's not true. Anger is a hallmark of mental illness or spiritual maturity. It's a universal emotion. And so no matter who we are, all of us experience it. And the reason why we're talking about it during the holiday, because like I said, the holidays can be a stressful and depressing time for many people. You got to deal with financial pressure, time pressure, isolation, family tension. You may, you may have gone through a separation or divorce, bereavement, uh, becoming a step family, extended family. And now you can saw so all these things factor could be kicking in and causing stress and anxiety, which may be lead to anger. Another thing is expectations. Expectation can be a leading cause of why some people are angry. Because expectations sometimes are hidden, unspoken assumptions about you or what someone else should or shouldn't do. Remember about how Judas felt when Jesus uh, allowed a woman with a box of perfume to anoint his feet? Judas got very angry because he said, Look, you could have taken that uh, perfume and we could have sold it for and get some more money. And because he wouldn't check his anger, the Bible said that Satan entered him. And later on, he sold out Jesus, and he committed suicide. 
So when we have expectations that are unfulfilled, that can lead to frustration, resentment, anger, and just put you in a constant mode of super stress. That's why it's so important to have realistic, well-balanced expectation. Now, one, th- one good thing about anger is that anger is a warning. You say, why is that? A- What's the good about that? Well, anger is a natural reaction within us, letting us know that something is wrong because a need is being neglected and a need to be fulfilled, whether it may be you've been hurt and you want to try to resolve something, or you're not in something wrong with the situation around your life and you're not happy with. You know, so anger is sometimes a warning sign for you. Uh, feeling angry during the holidays or any time in your life is a sign or symptom that you're struggling with something, whether it be unresolved hurts, abuses, discontent, discouragement, or envy or jealousy. So what I'm saying is that anger is a signal that you need to do something, either to heal the past abuse or wrong, or need to go to someone to forgive that person, or even examining your own spiritual maturity and spiritual condition. You know, maybe because of, you know, you've been passive all year, and now repressing those feelings, now they come out all at one time, uh, you may say things and do things that are not pleasing. There are some people that are just plain angry all the time. So while we're talking about this, well, anger is not really good for you. Anger is very uncomfortable. It can create all types of physical symptoms like high, high blood pressure, headaches, stomachs, problems, tense muscles, sleepiness, and shaking. Also, anger at the holidays manifests itself where the person may just begin to yell at people and scream and, uh, and scream at people and say things to people that later on they have to regret or feel guilty for later. So really, they said that it may come as a shock, but high attention and, and feelings of uh, anger and guilt and shame are very high during the holiday season. So is anger on the increase? Yes, it is. Uh, the, the Bible revealed the first human ever born, which was Cain, became so angry at God that, his brother, that he killed his brother Abel. So anger since then, anger has been with us from the, since the beginning of creation. Because of the increase in issues in our societal changes, more and more people are just getting angry out of control. So that's what we want to talk about today. The line is open if you want to call in with questions or to make a comment. We'd love to talk to you. Our phone number is 1-866-451-1451. I'm Pastor Ken Jones, broadcasting to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. When we come back, we'll continue to talk about this anger during the holidays. Stay tuned. There are artists and then there's Alice Asmar. This award-winning artist has spent her entire life devoted to her artistic pursuits and has had a lifelong fascination with American Indians of the southwestern United States. Her book, Dance to the Great Spirit, showcases her drawings and paintings inspired by sacred rituals of the Pueblo Indians, and four of her lithographs are in permanent collection at the National Museum of American History in the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, D.C. She is one of four artists in 
the United States to win a Woolley Fellowship for study in Paris at L'École des Beaux-Arts and has been featured in numerous publications. She's exhibited at the world's most prestigious museums and galleries and recently won a 20-year service award from the Burbank City Council and the inaugural art competition of the Foundation of the United States in Paris. Visit www.asmarart.com, www.aliceasmarinternational.com, and email Alice at aliceasmar at aol.com. Have you ever felt like no one is listening or you're not getting the honest attention you deserve? Do you even know the kind of attention you want or need? You are not alone. Alice Aspen March is here to help. Thanks to Alice, through her epiphany and research over the word attention, there are solutions to the attention dilemma. Worldwide audiences have been enthralled and engaged for over 40 years with her visionary and pioneering observations. The kind of attention we get and give is vital to improving our lives and society. Alice and her weekly guests review game-changing insights for transforming and improving our understanding of attention, providing techniques for creating healthier and empowering behavior. Get a new perspective on a mainstream word. Tune into Why Our Attention Matters for fresh and thought-provoking conversations every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on BoldBraveMedia.com and the TuneIn Radio app. And we're back. I'm Pastor Ken Jones, and this is Life Cycle, coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And today we're talking about dealing with and overcoming anger during the holiday, so you can really stay in the right holiday spirit. If you'd like to call in and maybe share a story or ask a question uh, concerning, uh, you know, what you may have experienced during the holidays and whether or not you overcame anger or, or how anger have controlled controlled you during the holiday, uh, I welcome you to call in. Our number is 1-866-451-1451. If you'd like to call in to participate and share, like I said, one 1451 So the Bible says, what does the Bible says about anger? Psalms 37 verse 8 says, Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. I look at David. David was advising the man and woman of God to give up on anger and wrath and worry because they said that, he said that they don't do anything but accomplish uh, harm. All they do is cause harm. So as we look at anger, we see that anger is a state of mind, but it can lead to actions whether right, righteous or sinful because there is such a thing as righteous anger. But it's interesting to know that the Hebrew anger is related to what is seen and observed. Because when, when I looked up in the concordance, you know, it defined anger as heavy breathing, flared nostrils, you know, facial countenance. In other words, uh, people, people can tell when you're angry. I know a lot of times people say, I ain't mad. I ain't, I ain't mad. I'm not angry, but sure, you sure do look angry. And so I, I, I find it interesting that in the Hebrew, they define it by appearance. You know, someone's heavy breathing and, and the nostrils flaring and the face and countenance is really bad. And So when David also says cease from anger, what he's saying is let it drop. He said, I need you to abandon these feelings. So in other words, ab- and abandon these feelings of anger, he said, also means to, to relax, to withdraw. And interesting enough, it says to give oneself some slack. I used to say that expression a lot when I was coming up. Give yourself some slack. 
So uh, there are times that we may experience different angers. And there are different types of anger, believe it or not. That's chronic anger. Chronic anger is prolonged anger. And then, in other words, it begin to take effect on your body. You know, anger can impact your immune system and be the result of many mental disorders. So chronic is always longer lasting. So you, you, you're not equipped to stay in a prolonged state of anger. Another anger is passive anger. In other words, this person uh, doesn't really come across as anger, but you can tell they're angry. They may be difficult to identify. In other words, somebody may make a, you know, like a remark about somebody or not speak to somebody. Oh, those types of passive anger. Then you have overwhelmed anger. This anger that is caused by life demands that you just really can't begin to cope anymore. And so you're angry because life has kind of, has not been good to you. Or you see life as not being fruitful or good. And so you're overwhelmed with life's pressure. So it just makes you angry. You're overwhelmed. And then there's another type of anger called self-inflicted anger. And that's the anger that you direct towards yourself. Maybe maybe the results of feelings of guilt. So now you're just beating yourself down. You know, there's a thing called self-hatred. And self-hatred is one of the worst type of hate you can have. It's hard to recover from. You also may have judgmental anger. And that's anger that's directed towards some other bodies, toward other people. And it may come with feelings of resentment. In other words, you are judging other people. And, and the way you judge them causes you to be angry at them. Of course, there's volatile anger, which involves some fighting or violent uh, anger or violent action. So these are the different types of uh, anger that you may find yourself participating in or experiencing. And we said earlier that sometimes people say, well, I'm not angry. But sometimes people may not really know that they are angry. They may be repressed this feeling so long for so many years that their actions just seem like something they just normally do. But these are some signs of an angry person. The first sign is irritability. In other words, you become so irritable with the circumstances around you that, you know, certain things that would not bother you otherwise now stresses you out. I remember sometimes, like, when I'm angry and I'm trying to pick up something and and I can't seem to pick it up, and I just get so mad, I stump it. I mean, I don't know why I'm stumping it. You know, it's, I'm not doing anything. It's an inanimate object. But it just becomes, I'm so irritable at the time. Another aspect of a sign of angry is, of an angry spirit is impatience. Anger reduces your tolerance for the weaknesses and limitation of other people. So in other words, you become impatient with people and impatient with other things. So an angry person often demands an instant response to their instructions. And they can become very upset and more angry if their instructions are not understood or applied. You ever dealt with someone like that? I mean, they're just totally impatient with you. You also see in, in terms of angry people, a raised voice. So they used to have a harsh, loud voice, unglaring eyes. Remember I said when we talked about the Hebrews, when they talked about anger, they talked about it all in facial expression and in body function. So glaring eyes may be, you know, the facial muscles, flesh complexion. Of course, one of the main things about an angry spirit is the use of hurtful words. Many times we say things to hurt people. As the old expression says, hurt people, hurt people. And a lot of times when you're angry, you will say things sometimes to demean or to hurt or to abuse that person, verbally abuse that person. 
later on, when you compose yourself, you may have to come back and apologize. Another sign of angry spirit is explosive action. This person just blow off and just go off on the, the least little thing. That means this person is not resolving their anger. Unfortunately, uh, another aspect of an uh, angry spirit is relational breakdown. Usually because of angry, because of anger, a person will close their heart to, to other people who they feel they offended them or hurt them. They may not have good eye contacts and give them the silence treatment or avoidance. Believe it or not, another aspect of anger is an attitude of superiority because pride has a lot to do with anger. And so it, it may cause you to challenge the other person. You know, the person may have an opinion. You know, all of a sudden, you're all over them concerning their opinions. You want to show to yourself as the authority. Finally, another sign of anger is just physical tension. Your body will react to anger. So whenever you start thinking about it, one of the ways that we'll talk about this later on, that you learn how to overcome anger, you have to understand what anger is. And we'll talk about that later. The line is open. Like I said, if you want to call and question or make a comment, our phone number is one 451 I'm Pastor Ken Jones, broadcasting to you live on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Stay tuned. If you seek a courageous advocate, prepare to champion your rights with consumer service agencies that support aging populations. Carol Ann Hamilton is the one for you. Carol Ann is an elder care coach, author, and speaker with a quarter million hours lived experience successfully supporting unculpable aging parents. As a result of a challenging journey, Carol Ann revolutionizes how stressed out caregivers restore serenity to their worlds. She also also brings over 25 years of change management expertise in Fortune 500 settings to catalyze urgent transformation within the elder care industry. Carol Ann is a popular speaker at conferences across North America. She has appeared via TV, radio, and print globally. Now you can tune in weekly to get a dose of her inspiration plus down-to-earth advice to cope with even the most difficult aging parents. Listen Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. Dr. Rob Moyer is the director of the Ocean River Institute, and he is passionate about saving the ocean by helping dolphins suffering from nitrogen pollution. Nitrogen is a dangerous pollutant, affecting our oceans, altering ocean ecosystems, and contributing to global warming. The Ocean River Institute provides opportunities to make a difference and encourages people to go the distance for savvy stewardship of a greater and bluer planet Earth. Partnered with organizations from Massachusetts to Florida, Alaska to the Caribbean, the Ocean River Institute's mission is to foster involvement in conservation and environmental monitoring by facilitating grassroots efforts at local and regional levels. Hello, I'm Rob Moyer of the Ocean River Institute. Please visit our website at oceanriver.org. Sign up for free e-alerts. You may call us at 617-661-6647. Our email address is info at Ocean River. Become informed and then act with us. Thank you. I'm Pastor Ken Jones, and this is Life Cycle. Coming to you live on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And today we're dealing with how to overcome anger and be able to understand anger as also and control your anger, especially to keep you in the right holiday spirit. If you'd like to call in, our number is 1-866-451-1451. 
1-866-451-1451 if you'd like to uh, participate. We were talking about anger, and, and one of the things that sometimes people say is, is anger a sin? Well, anger is not a sin, but it's the actions you may take after you become angry that really reflects uh, sin in your life. Uh, certain types of anger, when it's not righteous anger, can represent a lack of godly character, a loss of control over one's thoughts and actions, and uh, it represents the sinfulness of the carnal mind. And so that's why you need to repent when you find yourself operating in anger. Uh, we talked about the different types of anger, like chronic and intense anger, and and I was sharing how that's, that this chronic and intense anger had been linked with coronary heart disease, stroke, cancer, and common physical illness such as colds and flu. And generally poor health. Sometimes when you start checking your body, your body would tell you that you're not operating in the right mindset. So that's something you may want to think about. Like I said, uh, anger is, is a warning sign sometimes. Anger can cause mental health problems like depression and self-harm. And so as well as cause negative uh, interpersonal relationship. So those things, I don't want you to operate in denial. I just want you to operate uh, understanding that we all have anger. You know, God showed anger. Jesus showed anger. Uh, and so if we don't take time to recognize our anger and learn to uh, focus on our anger, the Bible says that we ought to be swift to hear and slow to speak. And uh, in other words, sometimes, many times, because we don't hear things properly, uh, we may get angry. You know, sometimes because of something we may say may make other people angry. So all those things are important. And the Bible does say, be angry, but sin not. Uh, in the scriptures. Uh, also, Psalms uh, 37, verse 8 says, refrain from anger and turn from wrath. We said that earlier. Proverbs 15, 1 said, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. You know, sometimes when we just check our response, we can control and manage anger. Like I said, anger is not a sin. It's what you do with it that becomes a sin. Ephesians 4, 26 and 27 says, when angry, do not sin. Do not ever let your wrath last until the sun goes down. Leave no room or foothold for the devil or give him, give him no opportunity. What I'm saying is that each person has the power of choice to control anger and to express it only in righteous ways, not just evil ways. There are a lot. We talked about it this last uh, session about the different effects. I just want to kind of go over those of anger, if you find yourself having a lot of headaches, pressure in the head, fatigue, sinus activities, uh, sinus pressure, heart palpitation, tightening of the chest, increased blood pressure, and you find you tingling in your hand, uh, you may this may be a result of you operating in, in anger, especially when you know you're operating in anger, you start feeling those things. There's a saying, it's a saying that says, anger and bitterness do more harm to the vessel in which it's stored than to the victim on which it's poured. In other words, a lot of time, most people don't even realize that you're angry at them. And you're holding this anger, anger in, inward so, so much, you're becoming bitter over this, and it's tearing you up on the inside. Meanwhile, the person or the victim of your anger is not even aware that you may be mad at them. So what, what I'm saying is anger hurts the person who is filled with it more than anyone else. It leads to one of the most single causes of a heart attack in, a, 
in America for the American adult because of hostile interaction, because of pressure and stress. Uh, you know, they said that's a death rate that four to seven people t- are more prone to die because they're filled with anger. Also, we know that anger is one of the chief contributing factors to the destruction of marriages, the breakdown of the family, and weakening of communities. We're seeing now people just shooting one another. We've had like three killings, I think, in the last week or so because people are taking their anger out on the community. Anger is one of the major causes of health problems and lack of productivity in the workplace. And it's a common denominator among juvenile delinquents. So anger does affect you. Like I say, it can affect your day-to-day activities, your work. Uh, it makes it hard to focus on tasks, accomplish projects. It makes people don't even want to work next to you. I mean, you got somebody at work that's always angry, or someone you know always angry. You don't want to be around that person. Also, anger may cause you to feel guilt and remorse and shame because the things you do, you have to later regret. And because you're angry or constantly stressed, and it can put your well-being at risk, like I said earlier. Another aspect, anger can affect those around you. Anger is contagious. Your anger can not only affect you, but the people in your life as well. It casts a negative feeling on those around you. I mean, who likes being around an angry person? And so in a relationship, anger can have an extremely negative effect on your partner's well-being. You try to solve conflict with anger, like yelling and violence, it doesn't really set a good pattern for other people like your children who are watching you. Family and friends, you know, may not even know what to expect. They maybe see you coming for the holiday. That may be some people may be dreading you, or you may be dreading them because they know how you're going to, like we like we say in the South, I know how you're going to act. I know how your demeanor, your tone's going to be. And sometimes it can cause confusion because people say, are you sure you're not angry? Yeah. You act like you're angry, and you keep saying, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. So... Christian counselors report that 50% of people who come in for counseling have problems dealing with anger. So as we can see, anger is an issue. Anger is a problem. And anger can really destroy relationships, people around you. And if you bring that with you during the holidays, you know, it can really put a damper on things and cause you to feel guilt and frustration later on after the holiday. You know, sadly, people tend to justify their anger instead of accepting responsibility for the anger. But we got to realize that. Like I said, the line is open. If you still have to call and with questions or make a comment, I'm Pastor Ken Jones, broadcasting to you live from the BBM Global Network and tuning in radio. Our phone number is 1-866-451-1451. We'll continue to talk about this aspect of anger during the holidays. Have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better? After 13 years of research, Karen Thomas has recovered her own son from his symptoms of autism naturally. She now shares how she did it with you in her free webinar so that you can have the right resources and knowledge to help your child. 
The definition of recovery is to regain health. Karen offers this to you in four stages. Healing the gut, natural heavy metal detoxification, balancing the co-infections of autism, brain support, and repair. Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop. Empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from a mom who's done it. Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at jobsannex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. Jobsannex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. I'm Pastor Ken Jones, and this is Life Cycle. Coming to you live for the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And today we're talking about dealing with our anger and overcoming anger over the holidays so you can stay in the right holiday spirit. Our phone number here is 1-866-451-1451. If you'd like to call in and participate, maybe share a story or let us know how you overcame anger during the holidays and what did you do to keep peace during the holiday season. Believe it or not, I want you to know that God says, he wants our mind and our spirit to be sound and prosperous. Second Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God wants our mind to be sound. That means fully capable of thinking, fully capable of, of, uh, of receiving the peace of God, calm, composed. Third John 1.2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou may prosper and be in health, even as our soul prospered. So you cannot really prosper in your health above the ability of your soul to prosper. And so that's why God wants your thoughts. He wants our mind to be sound. He wants our mind to be fully functioning and blessed. But if we allow anger to come in, a lot and uncontrollable anger and sustained anger, it can make our mind unsound. And we can be open to vain imagination, negative thoughts, and non-producing thoughts. You know, anger can also make us act irrational, think ungodly, as well as weigh down our spirit. So we got to realize that that anger not only, you know, we always talk about everything total being, spirit, soul, and body. And one of the other aspects of anger is it really can corrupt your spirit. You know, the Bible says that, and let this mind be in you, which is in Christ Jesus. God also says in Ephesians uh, that we have a new attitude. We have a new mindset. We should have a transformed mindset. But if you're operating in, in anger a lot, you're giving the enemy a foothold, and also it may corrupt your spirit man. Anger can harm the relationship that you're spiritually responsible for. Before. 
You know, the Bible talks about Colossians 3.21, that fathers do not be hard on your children, so their spirit may not be broken. A lot of times, you know, children's spirits are broken. They become angry because their parents, who are angry, impacts them. As well as anger also can interfere with your relationship with your spouse because they don't know how to receive you, how to how to take you. And like I say, hurt people hurt people. When you hurt them, they may react the same in kind with anger. So God has said that we should make every effort in Hebrews chapter 12 to live in peace with all men and to avoid this root of bitterness or anger to, to grow up in us. Anger also can impact your spiritual discipline. I was reading in Isaiah chapter 58, the people was fasting and praying, but God said, was speaking to them, said, yeah, you're fasting and praying, but you're also quarreling and in strife all the time. So this is, you know, anger, this is what anger does to us, and that's why we got to stay out of it. What are the roots of anger? That's what we're going to talk about to, during this segment, because in order for you to understand how to manage anger, you need to understand the root cause. We said that anger is a human emotion and experience to some degree by every person. But we really need to understand that anger is a result of something. A lot of times, anger is not about people. Because the Bible said we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against rules and powers and authority. We're fighting a spiritual battle. Our anger is about something that may be happening in us. For example, the root cause of spirit of anger is tension from past hurts and guilt. So a lot of things that may have happened in your past, a lot of, you know, people may have, somebody may abuse you, someone may have hurt you in the past, and now even when you think about it, you may erupt in anger because these past experiences stirs that anger back in us because we never dealt with it, we never resolved it, we never asked forgiveness, we never sought forgiveness, and now we're still fighting with it because it's unresolved. Another root of anger is a pain of rejection. A lot of times, you know, not just not because you're rejected by in love, but even children. Children they may go to, to a divorce and their parents may go to a divorce or separation and you know, because they find security in that relationship. But when that relationship fails or collapses, that can bring on a spirit of rejection, a, a pain of rejection, and that child can be can uh, develop deep bitterness toward the one who's responsible for that pain. One of the roots of anger also is that some things that we can't change in our lives. We may get upset with our current circumstances and our past experience that we don't see anything really changing in our life. And, you know, a lot of times people watch Facebook. And you watch Facebook, it's been a source of a lot of anger because sometimes people see people living a good life or life that they project toward them and they may wonder why they're not living that life. And so next thing you know, envy, jealousy, feeling of being betrayed or hurt. Uh, and now this person is operating in resentment and anger. Believe it or not, one of the roots of anger is our inability to trust God. We feel that we have to handle things on our, you know, in our own hands. And that may lead to frustration, irritation, leading to anger, rather than just trust the Lord. The Bible says, trust in the Lord and do good, and verily thou shalt be fed, and thou, thou shalt dwell in the land and eat the food, eat the good of the land. God promises so many things, but if we don't trust God, we don't believe God, we, we feel that we got to handle these things by ourselves, that can cause us a push and 
feel jealous, and all types of emotion that may lead to anger. And like I said, some people just have an angry spirit, and they're just not able to control it. We talked about Cain. Cain was angry at Abel, and first he was angry at God because God rejected his sacrifice. And then later on, he became jealous of Abel, his own brother, after feeling rejected by God, and because he wouldn't bridle his anger, usually anger would lead to some type of action. And because Cain did not bridle his anger, guess what? He murdered his brother. We see also that Moses, God told Moses to speak to the rock and water would come out. But Moses got so angry at the people that he struck the rock with a stick twice. And because he did that, he disobeyed God and Moses did not enter into the promised land. You know, there's some people that, how many of you know people that just really try to draw you out? <laughs> they really try to draw you out and, you know, make you angry, make you upset because they want you to lose something. And so we definitely have to begin to look at why people are getting angry. We're going to continue to talk about this in the next segment. Like the line is open. If you'd like to call in with questions or make a comment, our phone number, again, is 1-866-451-1451. Write it down. I'm Pastor Ken Jones broadcasting to you. you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. We're going to come back and continue to talk about the roots of uh, anger. So stay tuned. According to the American Nurses Association, there are approximately three and a half to four million nurses in the United States. So where do all these nurses work? What kind of roles do they have? What kind of education and training help to prepare them for so many different settings? What kind of impact do nurses have on patient outcomes? The World Health Organization has announced that 2020 will be the year of the nurse, honoring the 200th birth anniversary of Florence Nightingale. An international initiative called Nursing Now is underway to raise the profile of nursing. The National Academy of Medicine has convened a committee to create the future of nursing 2020 to 2030 that will focus on how the nursing profession can create a culture of health, reduce health disparities, and improve the health and well-being of the U.S. population. Learn more and join Joyce Batchelor on All About Nursing, Wednesdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on the B. BBM Global Network. French Rastafarian baker Chef Ugmat is a fourth generation baker and has worked in 11 countries across three continents. Born in Mulhouse, France, he began apprenticing in his father's bakery at age 12 and has devoted his life to learning cultures of the world from inside kitchens across the globe. He also teaches traditional French baking by hosting demonstrations and classes, and his passion for baking is reflected in his delicious confections. With a deep respect for discipline and his Rastafarian way of life, Chef Ouvmat exemplifies commitment to tradition and culture in a global world. Traveling extensively and combining a myriad of flavors into his recipes, Chef Ugmat brings a unique approach to baking. To read more about the French Rastafarian baker, visit www.frenchchefoug.com. That's H-U-G-U-E-S. Bon appétit and bless up. I'm Pastor Ken Jones, and this is Life Cycle. Coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And today we're talking about dealing with anger over the holidays. Our phone number here, if you'd like to call in and participate, is 1-866-451-1451. We were talking in the last segment about the root of anger. 
And I want to kind of go back to that. That's usually that's maybe three times, three reasons why a person may get angry. Either you're hurt, you're frustrated, or you're fearing something, believe it or not. A lot of times people, because they're hurt, like I said, hurt people hurt people. When you feel rejection, you feel criticism, when you feel injustice, you have a tendency to not to strike back at what is hurting us, what is causing pain in our life. And so that's why many times people respond in anger. You know, what you don't understand, uh, sometimes you may not realize it, but you're really responding to your hurt. Because something is reminding you of something that happened maybe a long time ago, not so long ago, and you never really dealt with it, and you remember the pain or the feeling you had with that. And that's why we had to not let, not allow anger to dominate you. You can't control others and what they do with their anger, but you can control yourself. And that's why exercising forgiveness toward that person would help you deal with this anger and overcome it. Many times people are angry because they're frustrated. Frustration leads to anger. You know, the situation seems like nothing's working in your life and nothing seems to turn out right and, and the more we try, the, the more things seem to go wrong and that frustration can come upon us and we can become angry. But when you find yourself getting angry through frustration, you may want to ask yourself a c- couple of questions. First, is me getting angry going to change the situation? That's what I have to ask myself many times. Okay, I'm angry, I'm mad, but is that going to really change the circumstance or situation around me, then maybe I need to stop. The second thing, is it really worth getting upset over? I like what uh, General Arben Newman said. He said, if you're going to butt heads, you know, make sure that sometimes it's something you can win and make sure it's something worth butting your head over. Uh, a lot of times people have a tendency to exaggerate irritation, but really think about it. Is it really worth getting upset over? The third thing about that, that rooted to anger is fear. A lot of times people respond to anger because they're fearful. They feel in, insecure. And that's why anger may be a way of uh, deflecting the guilt concerning your mistakes or something you're not willing to believe. Many times people who are angry are insecure. And they, they like to make other people insecure too because of their low self-esteem or poor judgment to keep other people off guard. So fear of not being accepted or being rejected can cause you to lash out in anger, believe it or not. Proverbs uh, 19.11 said, A man's wisdom gives him patience. It is his glory to overlook the fence. In other words, because you may find yourself angry and, and fearful, sometimes you have to realize, is this offense really that bad? And if it is that bad, okay, then we had to seek forgiveness. We had to seek uh, reconciliation if possible. But some things you can just overlook. The Bible says in Proverbs twelve sixteen, a fool shows his annoyance at once, but a prudent man overlooks an insult. If I'm insecure or somebody says something about me, and I'm not going to always take it to heart uh, because I know who I am. And a lot of times you got to know who you are. So when we talk about overcoming anger, uh, a common obstacle to overcoming anger is that to know that when you are angry. Uh, a lot of people don't even recognize sometimes the real cause of why they're angry and why they, you know, why they find themselves angry. And some people have been angry for so long that they don't even realize they're angry anymore. They just become a commonplace emotion for them. 
but it's also about self-control. The Bible says in Proverbs 16, 32, whoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit, and he takes his spirit. So in other words, God is saying you need to learn how to exercise self-control to be able to rule your spirit. Self-control is actually the fruit of the spirit. So you need to be you need to be aware of your anger. And, you know, we just talked about the symptoms of anger. We talked about things that people do when they're angry. And you realize you're doing these things, being aware, then you can really begin to, well, I should say, honestly an analyze or use discretion when you are angry. The Bible says in Proverbs 1911, 11, the discretion of a man makes him slow to anger and his glory is to overlook a transgression or an offense. So if you're better to, if you can use discretion, you're better to analyze uh, this anger. You may realize that, that maybe that's not worth getting angry over. Maybe what's happening here, the person really did not mean to do what they did or say what they said. So wait, why am I getting angry? So you need to begin to be honest with yourself and analyze your anger. That way you'd be better able to deal with your anger. Remember I said anger is a choice. You're mad because you chose to be mad in most cases. God said, get over it. God said, put it off. Don't prolong it. If you're angry, don't draw it out. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. You know, but sometimes we feel that people got to pay for our anger. And so that's why God is telling us to let it go. Many times anger begins with a thought. But 2 Corinthians 10, 5 says, we need to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ before it becomes a stronghold in our mind. Submit ourselves to God and also submit ourselves to the Spirit of God. So when you find yourself getting upset, you can begin to bring yourself under subjection. Not give the devil a foothold in your life. So if you don't do those things, anger will begin to control you. You won't be controlling your anger. Anger is controlling you. Another thing we talked about, acknowledge your anger, realize your anger, Acknowledging your anger. We all get angry. Don't be afraid to acknowledge your anger. And uh, don't be ashamed or don't be too prideful to see what anger is doing. And also set your will to forgive. If you're angry at someone, the Bible says in Colossians 3.13, bearing with one another, forgiving one another. If someone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, you also must do. So be willing to forgive uh, that person and get back on track. You may even also need to ask God to forgive you for getting out of control. And it's very important also you can verbalize that forgiveness to that individual and to the, and to the Lord. So forgiveness plays a lot sometimes, many times with anger because, you know, we're responding to hurt. We responded to what someone said, some what someone did, and we may find ourselves losing our temper, uh, you know, to cause a certain type of behavior because we feel, a, a, we feel offended. And God is always saying, put it aside, put it aside, let it drop. The line is open if you want to call in with questions to make a comment. Our phone number is 1-866-451-1451. I'm Pastor Ken Jones, broadcasting you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Stay tuned. If you're a person caring for someone living with dementia, then this program is for you. It's designed for families and friends coping with the challenges of caregiving. 
The foundation of care, Susan Kohler believes, is communication. Innovative Dementia Care with Susan Kohler provides strategies to keep the lines of communication open between you and your loved one, increase quality interactions, decrease the burden of daily care for you, the caregiver. Join Susan, 11 a.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network. Susan and her guests will share techniques so you can facilitate your loved one's ability to safely follow your instructions, participate in daily activities, and express daily wants and desires. To learn positive solutions, creative ideas, and practical strategies that will build a healthy foundation of care. WikiWags brings harmony back into your home for male dogs and their owners. Inventor and entrepreneur Linda Jangula has created the disposable doggy diaper wraps made with the male dog in mind. The built-in wicking ability prevents rashing and other potential health issues for your dog. Each wrap comes in four sizes and has dual reattachable magic tabs for easy adjustments. And each size has a 7-inch logo strip for adjustability so they are comfortable and easy to use. No more fuss, just leave the mess to us. Whether you're in or out, your dog will be free to run about. Stop cleaning and start enjoying your home, and you can even leave your dog alone. To order your WikiWags, visit wikiwags.com, or to find out where to buy WikiWags in your town, visit mywikiwags.com and start enjoying having man's best friend around. I'm Pastor Ken Jones, and this is Lifecycle, coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And I hope you've been enjoying the uh, discussion we've been having about dealing with anger and overcoming anger during the holiday. We want you to be in the right holiday spirit. We want your Christmas to be merry and bright, all those good things. Our phone number here is 1-866-451-1451. You'd like to call in and participate. As we get ready to close out today, one of the ways we've been talking about manage your anger, and one of the ways that you can really manage your anger is through proper communication of the problem. So when you may find yourself in conflict with someone or stressing or with someone or maybe in a confrontation with someone, these are some things you can do, especially in your communication. The first thing I want to encourage you to do is be honest and speak. The Bible says speak the truth and love. People can't read your mind. So speak the truth and love. Let them know how you feel. Let them know, um, you know, what they may be saying, how it's impacting you. So be honest and speak to them. A lot of times people say they're, you know, getting angry, but nobody can really help them because they won't tell them the truth or they won't speak clearly or they, they won't really share what's really bothering them. The second thing is stay current. Don't bring up something 10 years ago unless it's really necessary. Uh, you know, the things that you just held within yourself and you never wanted, and all of a sudden now you're just exploding with everything, always back since your date of birth. Try to stay current with your feelings and your emotion. The third thing is attack the problem, not the person. A lot of times we always beat down the person Maybe we attack the problem or the situation or what is going on there. And maybe be a whole lot better than just beating that person down. And my favorite is respond, don't react. A lot of times people find themselves going back and forth, back and forth. But a response is a measure of reaction. And so sometimes you may have to stop and say, look, it's, 
this communication is not getting us anywhere. And maybe we need to stop and take a moment, reflect, and come back later to finish, to finish this discussion. Like I said, in managing anger during the holiday, you may have to do a lot of things, you know, adjust your expectation, because things may not go as the way you plan them. I mean, how many times we go into a holiday and think we're going to have all these things that are going to happen, these activities are going to happen, and it doesn't go the way that you, you know, it doesn't go the way you planned it. And so you find yourself getting frustrated and angry because you had this picture in your mind of how things was going to go. I want you also to realize you got to avoid indulging in unnecessary arguments and fight. You don't have to get involved in every discussion or make a big deal about everything that may be happening. So one aspect of just managing your anger during the holidays is self, you know, self-control and knowing who you are in Christ. You don't have to be arguing on this topic or that topic. In other words, feel comfortable about opting out sometimes conversation, saying no. Most importantly, I want you to stay spiritually minded. To stay spiritually minded means that we need to keep our eyes on the Lord and include him in our thoughts. In other words, you got to avoid the fight, flight, or flight when confronted, confronted so you can stay free in Jesus. A lot of times we get caught up in fear, like we said earlier, fear of rejection or not being heard. We may find ourselves a in terms of fighting, that means we're criticizing, we're blaming, we're belittling, we're mocking, or using sarcasm, or yelling, or aggression. Or we may find ourselves in the flight mode, that means shutting down, being dismissive, avoiding intimacy, and drinking too much, and trying to numb yourself out with drugs, pills, meds. All those things are not good. So I want you to really focus on, next week we're going to talk about anxiety. Uh, because that's another thing that goes on through, uh, through a holidays. So I hope this has helped you and something to think about. If you got any questions, you can reach me on my www.practicallivingministry.org. I'm Pastor Ken Jones, and looking forward to talking to you next week. Like I said, this is Life Cycle coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Have a great week. This has been Life Cycle with your host, Pastor Ken Jones. If you're trying to manage your life cycle, be it with relationships, grief, or marriage, tune in to Pastor Ken Jones' Life Cycle. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.